Section 2 of The National Geographic Magazine, Volume 10, February 1899. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Economic Condition of the Philippines Minerals but the arable land does not form the only resource of the country. Little regarded as it has unfortunately hitherto been, there is another and doubtless not less valuable property in the mineral riches now slumbering beneath the ground. The islands yield pit coal, iron, gold, silver, copper, etc., for the most part of good quality, and recently petroleum has been struck. Careful and expert explorations have several times been undertaken by engineers, yet never to the extent necessary to start lucrative mining, nor yet over a sufficiently extensive area. The former, quote, Inspector General de Montes, end quote, Don Jose Centino, and Don Antonio Hernandez are deserving of special mention for their work in this direction. Coal is probably spread over the whole archipelago. It was first discovered in 1827 in the island of Cebu, then in Negros and Mindanao, on the island of Luzon, in Carmarinas and Albay, and in many other islands. The wealth thus appears almost inexhaustible. The coal in Cebu is of the best quality. Numerous experiments have shown it to be equal to Newcastle coal. Hernandez found four seams running parallel from north to south at a small depth and 95 miles long. In 1874, four further seams were found about seven miles from the coast near Compostela, where Don Isaac Conwy worked the Caridad and Esperanza collieries in a small way. In Albi, one mile southeast of the small harbor of Sugod, is one of the most extensive of the many seams which have been found in Albay. It is five or six yards deep and runs for a long distance. From this mine, from different places over a distance of a mile or more, 130 tons of coal were dug and practically tested on some steamers. According to the reports of the man-of-war Berenguela and the steamships, Bhutan and Corregidor, which experimented with the coal, the latter resembles that of Australia, with the advantage of being less bituminous. This is in agreement with the scientific analyses and trials of the coal made in Madrid. Small workings were begun, but exploitation corresponding to the value of the coal fields could not be looked for, as, with the fickle government and administrative mismanagement, capitalists feared to finance such undertakings. Especially were foreigners subjected by government to every possible hindrance, so that a profitable return seemed questionable, and the capital invested in danger." The workings were consequently very limited, and up to this day, Australia and Japan export coal to Manila, a state of things which, it may be hoped, will soon be changed. Iron also has been found in many of the islands. The best is that in Luzon, in the provinces of Morong, Laguna, Bulacan, Nueva Ecija, Pampanga, and Camarinas, 
which, according to Sentino, compares most favorably in quality with that of Sweden. The ore contains from 75 to 80 percent pure iron and is found in the midst of immense forests, so that there is thus a permanent supply of fuel if properly used. In addition to this, there is often water power in the neighborhood, which could be profitably utilized. In the above-mentioned provinces, Centeno discovered large masses of almost pure magnetic iron oxide, hierro oxidado magnetico casipuro. After what has been said above, it is not surprising that here also there has been no thorough exploitation. In the province of Bulacan, the natives manufacture a very primitive iron plowshare and pots for cooking, carahays. But even here, there has been a gradual decline since the commencement of this century. Copper exists in the provinces of Teabas, Camarina Sur, and Antique, and on Maspati, the best quality, however, in the district of Lepanto, Luzon, near Mancayan, Suyuk, Buman, and Agbo. Here, mines were worked by the Compañía Cantabro Filipina, but abandoned after about 10 years in spite of the wealth of mineral on account of the scarcity of labor. The first specimen of black copper was obtained in 1864. In 1867, the output was 2,464 quintals, 22,31 hundredweight, 83 pounds, of fine copper, in 1870, 4,020 quintals, 3,641 hundredweight, 8 pounds. The want of workmen then caused the yield to decline until, in 1875, the mines were closed altogether. It is probable that gold occurs in every part of the archipelago. In a small way, it has been extracted by the natives for many years in certain places, particularly in Luzon. It is found in stratified and in creeks, from which the natives prefer to wash it. The best-known sources are in Camarinas Norte, the mountains of Mambulo, Paracale, and Labo, and the northern spurs of the Caraballo Mountains. Alluvial gold is said to exist largely in Nueva Ecija, near the village of Capan. In Teabas, the metal is found in the mountains in the neighborhood of the village of Antamanan. In Mindanao, where gold has likewise been discovered, it is believed to be present in particularly profitable quantities. Mindoro, Panay, as well as some other small islands, are also places where the precious metal has been found. It now remains to inquire into the question whether it would pay to work gold mines at all, for as yet, at all events, no positive proof has been furnished of gold mines being profitable, although during the last few years the subject has been much discussed. In 1893, the Bambulo Gold Mining Syndicate was formed in London. Engineers were sent out and workings were actually commenced in Mambulo. Difficulties, however, arose, the principal one no doubt being that a large part of the shares were not allotted, and the working capital was therefore too small. In general, the participators speculated on the advantageous sale of a part of their concession and the starting of a limited liability company. 
something of a gold fever broke out in Manila, and on all sides concessions were acquired by Englishmen, some Germans, and Swiss. Not one of these concessions, however, seemed the result of a sound bona fide project. The object in view was always the promotion of companies and disposal of the concession at a good profit, leaving all the risk to the shareholders. It is not impossible that this would actually in some cases have taken place and that it would have been followed by a speculation in shares similar to that on the former occasion in Singapore and Hong Kong to the detriment of general trade. The rebellion of 1896 fortunately put an end to speculation. European capital for such purposes was not to be found during the disturbances, and methodical working in some provinces was equally impossible, quite apart from the other difficulties mentioned above. Centino further states that mercury was formerly found in various places. At the end of the last century, a bottle was sent to Manila from Mindanao, and a second from Capas. In 1848, mercury was discovered in Casagurin, in the province of Albay, but the general opinion was that the find was altogether insignificant. At all events, none of these discoveries appears to have been of any importance. At the beginning of the 70s, two beds of galena were discovered in Cebu, in the neighborhood of the village of Consolation. Specimens were analyzed at the mint at Manila and showed, it is true, only 47% of lead, but also one ounce of gold and two ounces silver per hundredweight. Nevertheless, the beds were not of sufficient significance to assure profitable working, even on a small scale, so the mines were again abandoned. The Department of Mines in Manila did certainly recommend further exploration in Cebu, but so far as I am aware, active steps were never taken. In Mambulo and Paracale, the beds of galena and red lead ore have more than once been got ready for working and are probably very rich. The workings, however, have always been abandoned again, chiefly, it may be surmised, on account of the Spanish undertakings being insufficiently provided with capital from the commencement and because of the lack of the necessary circumspection. There is naturally an abundance of sulfur in this volcanic archipelago, that which occurs on the Bulasan, in Albay, the Tal, in Bontagas, and the Apo, in Mindanao, being of fairly pure quality. Really extensive beds worthy of exploitation were found a few years ago in Leyte, in the interior, not far from Dulag, and were worked on a small scale by the natives. In 1818, 3,410 picules at $2.50 per picule were exported, and Dr. Yeager states that the price paid in Manila for this sulfur in the 50s was from $1.50 to $4.50. For the last 20 years, however, the sulfur industry has been wholly dead. Alabaster is found in Camarinas Sur, and there is a beautiful marble at Bohol and Gamares near Iloilo. Granite of excellent quality is quarried at the other side of the Bay of Maravels, opposite to Manila. Rock oil was found some years ago in Cebu and Paragua and promises to be of importance. I have neither seen samples nor come across any official report on the matter, but I have received direct information from various trustworthy Indians and Mestistos.
End of Section 2